Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. My guest today on the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs is Monique Lauria. Monique is a master hypnotherapist with the National Association of Transpersonal Hypnotherapy. Her specialty is around stress resilience and how stress affects us on multiple layers in our daily life, health, relationships, money, etc. You name it, stress can be found everywhere. Like our money issues, stress can create chain reactions, spirals, and loops that propel us into worry, doubt, fear, and sleepless nights. When I took Monique's Stress Resilience Masterclass, I learned that I manage my stress very well, meaning I found very effective ways to ignore it, pacify it, and put a band-aid on it. I realized I was not very proactive in dealing with the stressful things in my life. Through her wonderful program, I not only learned a lot about the effects of stress on my body, but also the tools and techniques to support me whenever stressful events come up. Before I bring her on, I'd like to share her background with you. Monique has spent 15 years building a successful career in corporate sales while keeping her spiritual knowledge and tools, like Reiki, mostly to herself. After becoming a first-time mom in 2020 and experiencing a layoff from her job, she decided to do some soul-searching. 2021 was a transformative year for her as she dealt with significant allergy and intolerance issues with her daughter, as well as supported her best friend as she healed from cancer. She knew deep down that the research, knowledge, and skills she gained were no longer meant to be hidden. Today, Monique is a master transpersonal hypnotherapist with expertise in all things histamine from stress-related health conditions. Additionally, she's certified in soul-empowering hypnosis, which has been so transformative for her that she's become an assistant instructor. She is passionate about helping others master stress resilience so that they can live happy and healthy lives. So that's a little about Monique. When we started the interview, we immediately hopped straight into the magic. So let's dive right in and have a listen. So this is just a quick fun aside because Michelle was on my YouTube channel when we talked about 222 and numerology, and we used it to launch the Stress Resilience Masterclass. Well, my daughter has been playing with my crystals and all my spiritual little idols. I have like Buddha and Ganesh and different people I have on my altar. And she pulled this book out and handed it to me the other day. And I opened it up because I couldn't remember what I've written in this book because I haven't used it in, in years. And right inside the cover... It says, this notebook, I'm starting at 2.22 on February 22nd, 2017. (laughs) Standing Rock is changing everything for me, and the time to passively go with the status quo has ended. I call to my spirit guides and the ascended masters to use me as a tool for generating awareness, raising the vibrations, and standing for equality. I open my mind to the learnings I need to uncover and sharing what I know with the world. I choose to use my light to shine a beam into the darkness to drive it out with light and love. I choose love. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? Because like, there's so many, not just we launched on 222 and that it means a lot to me as a number. My daughter was her, um, what's the, the date she was supposed to be born. Her due date was February 22nd. Like oh, all these goodness. patterns, the 22nd comes up all the time in my life. But I read that and was like, holy moly, I did not remember writing that down at all in 2017. <laughs> wow. Five years ago. Yeah. From the time that you launched. Mm-hmm. Stress Resilience Masterclass. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I was not even close to being fully awake. I just knew things academically. And you know, there was kind of intuitive, obviously I was connected to something to channel and put that down on paper, but I didn't even know I could channel then. Right. So it's pretty incredible. Did you consciously choose that date to write down that proclamation? I'd have to go back and look and see, but I think that was, I think it was a big, like there was a big conflict. It was basically like when our military or whatever, the police like raided the camp and I saw the videos and it just shattered me. Cause I'm like, how are these people that are meant to be protecting us? Like storming a peaceful, like mm-hmm. native camp, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just like, I was like, no, like I can't go with the status quo anymore. Right. Right. So now, of course I did continue on doing a lot of the status quo <laughs> things, but on a soul level, I think I made a decision that day. And I don't know why I wrote down the time. Like I literally in all my journals have never written down the time. Yeah. Who knows? Right. (laughs) But you know what? It doesn't surprise me because you are a very magical being. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Somehow I'm not that surprised. There's always like a thread of magic that, you know, in, in all the things that are kind of unfolding for you Mm -hmm. that can, that have unfolded for you that continue to unfold it's just yeah. synchronistic and yeah I think my team likes to play my team likes to play a lot of jokes on me around like <laughs> they planted like the seeds and then all of a sudden I'll be like wait a minute that's why that happened that way mm-hmm. and I'll understand it now on a deeper level so it's just always fun finding those little easter eggs though where I'm like really thanks that's right. <laughs> mind-blowing but okay <laughs> when you least expect it there they pop up mm-hmm. and then it's it's almost like at the right time it's the right thing at the right time to encourage you or to like really give you a kick in the butt to be like get off your butt and it's time to start moving on things yep. or yeah. go faster yeah definitely I feel the faster part of it because this past year and a half or so has been wild to right. say the least yeah it's almost like you compressed the time because it was only like a year and a half that things really got rolling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting, even looking back, like, so that was in early 2017. I got engaged in April that year on my portal day on my birthday. The following year, I got married where I created like my own ceremony. It was the most beautiful thing, hand wrote the whole entire thing. like channeled in all these unique, really interesting characteristics um, into the wedding. People were like, this was like nothing I've been to before. <laughs> and I just had this feeling that I was going to help people with their ceremonies. And so I even started a wedding related business at one point because I wanted to help people with it, but it wasn't like a category that existed. And I was like, I don't have the energy to create a whole new category in the wedding industry of doing that when everyone's already tight on budgets and what have you. Um, but funny enough, like I knew I'd help people with ceremonies. I just didn't know that it would be all in on the spiritual <laughs> woo side of things. So here I am. It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to let my little spiritual freak flag fly and be myself. So here I am. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So how did you make the transition from corporate so you're always closet woo. Yeah, somewhere I was in the always closet woo. I was always new age, like my whole entire life. Like even uh-huh. in high school, I would be in the new age metaphysical book section, like reading all that. And I got a lot of confirmation. I was on the right path in college. Like when I lost a friend, I'd get a lot of signs from spirit, you know, all these different validations on the way. So I knew I was right. And I even remember in college, 
my religion was listed as we are one. That's all I would put on like anything. I would just say we are one. And, but other than that, I kept it mostly. I mean, my close friends knew somewhat what I believed. Um, but in the corporate world, I kept it really quiet because I did not want to be the butt of jokes. I wanted to be taken seriously. Success was very important to me. And I was very successful in corporate sales. I did it for almost 15 years. And what really launched me out of it, I had always dreamed of doing something spiritual or metaphysical, but then I got a mortgage and had responsibilities and, um, you know, I didn't want to make the big risk, right? Because when you have that big of a financial burden over you, it can keep you limited and fearful in a way because it's easier to stay safe with what you know. Um, But (laughs) thanks to the big shakeup of 2020, I had what felt like the worst thing happened to me that was the best thing that ever happened to me, which I got laid off from my corporate job. And it was while I was on maternity leave. And I was quite successful. And I knew I had a handful of people I could call up and have a job the next day. Like I knew that's how confident I was in my skills and the network I had built. But I remember my husband and I right then and there, like even within, he let me be upset for a day. And then we talked about it. And we both looked at each other and said, there's no going back. And we didn't have to decide that, but it felt like this important, like I had to claim it. Like, I'm going to create the life we want. We're going to create the life we want for our family, the experience of how we spend our time. We want to be time rich. Um, And so that's where we just kind of took the leap. And since I was still on maternity leave, we had time to figure it out. Um, and luckily his job was doing quite well. So it took the pressure off. And so I just basically said to the universe, use me as a tool. Oh, wow. And that was in May of 2020. And it all began for me in January of 2021 is when it became more clear what I was meant to do. Um, and then I just followed all the clues in <laughs> that because <laughs> it's never so, that obvious, right? <laughs> right, right. So when you were experiencing success in your corporate job, did you use your your spiritual tools then? Or was it just a natural talent that you had with sales? I think, I think it was a combination of things, right? So I would use Reiki. So I've been Reiki certified for a very long time. I'm level two. So I would send Reiki to important conversations to help the communication. So I would use little tools like that. But I think largely my experience in the corporate sales world was actually my chance to rewrite my programming around money. Because Mm -hmm. I grew up in a working class family. My dad was a construction worker. My mom worked for credit unions and banks. So I was familiar with money as a child. And there was even like dolphin dollar saving clubs where I was like, (laughs) you know, such a nerd and all in on it. And so I got a good foundation programming of how important it is to save. But yet I came from a family where we didn't really save. And so it took some time in just reprogram money like, oh, like, I'll never be rich and you work hard for your money and like all those different sayings like money doesn't grow on trees like those things that were very common were things that I heard very often and so there were limitations built in and I could see when I had a positive mindset I could see the sales come in easily and so one of the biggest mantras that I started saying all the time was the more generous I am with my money the more money comes into me. Mm-hmm. And when I would say that and I'd be generous and I would, you know, leave big tips or do different things, then the sales would come in more and more and more and I'd go up in the rankings. And so that type of like hack is how I learned to let go of the fear and a lot of the negative beliefs around money that a lot of people carry and struggle with. And so that actually really helped me to have a really healthy relationship with money. Like I don't fear being without money because I have so many random skills, jack of all (laughs) trades in a way that I could go out and make some money if I needed to. But now I get to choose how I want to bring my money in and be more conscious about it and have a purpose behind it versus 
cranking along working three different jobs <laughs> um, <laughs> with you know all the side hustle pressure that everyone did but all of that hustling allowed me to buy a house on my own without any co-signers when I was quite young in mm -hmm. one of the most expensive cities in the world so I'm definitely proud of that hard work and the relationship with money that I built on my own um, but I'm definitely excited for it to continue to evolve and become even more powerful right. and unique yes i i can relate my well my parents were entrepreneurs or are entrepreneurs so i always had that in the family around me but i got the message without anyone having to say it and then of course later on reinforced verbally that kids work hard for your money because that, as entrepreneurs you might think it's great you work for yourself but you also work a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> for yourself and it's all yeah. on you and nobody else um, you're like 100 responsible and then i grew up in apartment apartment building next to a bank mm. so i would always see people you know banking and some people were like stressed out nobody looked happy in the bank <laughs> like wow what a terrible place to be <laughs> <laughs> nobody looks happy there and then especially growing up with um the media all the movies mm. like the rich people were yep. not very nice they weren't very generous so why would mm. i want to be like them so there's a lot of money mindset money beliefs um yeah that are that was very challenging for me and sometimes i think i'm, I'm done with it but it it sneaks up on me and I'm like, Ooh, ah, that's where did that oh, come from? Well, hello there, old friends. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so, I had shaken loose with you, but I, I have know. not. <laughs> right. I thought we cut our ties. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I totally get it. I love that you brought up about stress and money and your stress resilience masterclass. That was amazing. Um, and I learned so much, but the things, the two things that I would have to say that I learned the most about, about stress was that I stress out about things that really matter. So mm -hmm. if I really didn't care, I really wouldn't stress about it. So, you know, there's money, there's family. And so that could be very stressful. But then taking your stress resilience masterclass, I was able to identify when I started to spiral into the stress, you loop. know, the, the loop. Yep. And then to catch it, to nip it in the butt. So that was so extremely helpful. And um, so I think that I say to my kids all the time, your health is your wealth. Your health is your wealth. You better take care of yourself. Your health is your wealth. And then to tie into the loop analogy, metaphor. So when you have money stress, and money is a great stressor. Mm -hmm. right? That's a very common, Like one of the top ones, yeah. Yeah, right? And then so you, so you have money, financial issues, which brings about stress. And stress brings about challenging health situations, disease. Mm -hmm. And then that makes you unable to work to do your to do your to be of service which then creates financial stress so it's like a vicious cycle so once you start entering into that cycle through the mind right the stress i mean that's where it starts then you're in a you're in that you're in that loop and yeah. the stress resilience masterclass was so good about like okay i'm approaching the loop okay wait, wait i'm gonna step back from that i have the tools monique taught me you know i have this this and this that i can always turn to so i can't thank you enough for creating mm. that course that workshop it was so amazing and then the other thing that blew my mind the realization the aha that i got was how much stress blocks my intuition mm -hmm. So all that physical, all of that mind chitter chatter, all of that negative energy that I hold that weighs me down, that's very heavy. I didn't have access to, mm -hmm. to my intuition like I normally did, you know, when I was stress-free. Yep. Um, so, and then when you have your 
when you block your intuition, you know, your choices that you make, you'll second guess. And then that's a yep. whole other. Exactly. And then you're just digging the hole deeper. And so it's really empowering to have the skills programmed in on a subconscious level to actually stop the stress loop in its tracks. Cause that's where I was stuck for a very long time without even realizing it. Like the the aha moment that led to all of this is just, I was having an anxiety spiral in the middle of the night about my daughter's health, my best friend's health, why I'm not sleeping. And I'm just like shouted to the universe, like, why, what is going on? And I heard clear as day, you're stuck in a stress loop. And I was like, well, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) And then literally it all made sense. And I was like a mad scientist, like, furiously typing out all the things that like flowed into my mind then um, because it just put all the puzzle pieces together and I mean we think of stress as a very like mental condition but what's really interesting is that the more that I dig deeper into stress because this is the thing like this is the the thing that ties together everything in my life, right? Um, it's being this expert in histamine, which is a stress hormone, which is also connected to a number of health conditions that are coming to light that have personally affected me and my loved ones. And in doing so, I went back to say, well, if stress is known, right, to be the root cause of all the sickness and disease, who's who's the person that figured that out, right? Mm-hmm. And so I found out that it was Dr. Hans Selyer, and it was in the 1950s. He was in med school, and he was listening to them present different patients, and they would read through all of their conditions and symptoms, and then they would say, oh, these are the nonspecific ones that don't matter. And he's like, wait a minute, this one that had this sickness and this disease and that unrelated thing, they all have the same nonspecific symptoms, but they're not important and not related. What are, what's causing all of these things, right? Um, And so because he wasn't fully indoctrinated yet into the, this is how things are done in the med school, he was just fresh enough, just outside of how things have been programmed for years and years that he was able to bring that analysis and intrigue into figuring out what what is it in common? And he was the one who brought stress into the medical lexicon and everyone told him he was just studying dirt. And yeah, they were like, this is pointless. You're just studying something that doesn't matter. And yet he's the one who figured out. And so he had a whole entire theory of, um, he called it the general adaptation syndrome, which is like, we adapt to these stressors. But he actually- kind of regretted because there was a connotation with um, engineering or I, I forget what industry he bought brought it in from but there was a very quick jump onto this mental stress and he really felt strongly that stress is actually the reaction to any demand of change and so those demands it's not just mental stress like I've had people say to me well what does your toddler have to be stressed about and I'm like but you're thinking of it as your stress with work and bills and what have you. It's your body's demand for change. It's sudden noises, it's temperature changes, it's, you know, lots of different demands for change or chemicals in our environment. All these things are pressures on the body and the body has to adapt or react. And that's why it's the root cause of all sickness and disease. And that's where once I realized that, And all the other pieces started to fall into place about how powerful of a tool hypnosis could be. And I saw it firsthand for myself. That's when I was like, this, I'm all in on this. Like, this can be figured out. Like, this is figure outable. And the Stress Resilience Masterclass was just what I did for myself in a more structured, Mm process-oriented way. Because that's how my brain thinks. And so I want it to be something that's easy and approachable for people who have done hypnosis for many, many years or done meditation for many, many years or people who've never done it before. It's very easy to follow the process and learn the content in, in an easy to understand way so that you also have proof points to believe and trust that this can happen. It's not just little old Moni Gloria saying, hey, it happened to me here. It can work for you. I bring in all the doctors and the experts and the case studies and the stories into the content in the course too. So it's a pretty, pretty amazing thing. And it feels like, it feels so incredible to have 
a lot of the challenges in life all make sense and to transmute <laughs> some of that pain into something that can help others. And so I just know that it's going to have a ripple effect of good for a lot of people. And I'm really proud of that. Yes. And stress, everyone deals with stress differently. Everyone has different stressors. And I also think that everyone's experiences affects their stress levels. So mm-hmm. whereas, you know, like you were saying that someone's stress might be physical, someone's stress might be mental, emotional. And what, what I experienced as a human incarnated on earth is going to be different than what you experience as a human incarnated on earth at the same time in the 21st century. But um, what I find stressful, you might not find stressful. So it's so unique to each individual. But the beauty of Stress Resilience Masterclass is that it's a nice framework or blueprint Mm -hmm. so that no matter what kind of stress you have, what kind of experiences you have, you can go through, do, 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 I'm like imagining little dots going through mm-hmm. the program. <laughs> and then in the, in the end, you are still a unique individual that knows how to manage and deal mm-hmm. and um, become proactive when it comes to your stress and health and mental well-being. Exactly. Because everyone's going to be around stress. Like stress is not going to go away. Like if even Han said, if there is no stress, we would be dead. Like, but you can have stress without distress and Mm dis-ease. And that's what resilience is. And so it's teaching you how to walk through life and every up and down with a calm centered perspective. And it teaches you, it gives you the tools to return back to center um, and to just face things in a very empowered way. Um, And I find it just like, it has a ripple effect on those around you. Like I used to spiral and worry about my daughter in so many ways. And my husband is always like blown away because he'll be like, oh no, don't spiral. And I was like, what are you talking about? I haven't spiraled in like forever. Like, I don't even think I could spiral to be honest. Like, it's just, I have these tools now where I know what to do when I'm activated. I am aware of it on a subconscious level. And you know, the, that's the cool part, right? Is I'm being very conscious in how I'm raising my daughter to give her the tools. I'm actually releasing a video on YouTube tomorrow as if we're recording this, so it'll be live on how I taught my toddler to be resilient to stress. Um, So that's that's a really cool video to check out on YouTube. If you just look up Monique Loria, you can find me. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. But then for those people who wish they had someone who had given them those tools, programmed it into their subconscious, it's not too late because that's the beauty of hypnosis, right? Mm-hmm. You can go into that state where it's the same frequency as when you were programmed as a child or during significant life events. And so you can just rewrite how you respond to stress. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Because one thing that you said just a little while ago that struck me is that the scientist found out or realized that stress is a result of change Mm -hmm. and change is constant. Mm -hmm. We're always going through change. Therefore, it leaves us susceptible in some way, shape or form to stress just Mm -hmm. by the nature of change. And that's unavoidable because we are changing constantly as as people. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) Yeah. Potential. It's, and it's so simple, right? What I have, what I've come up with is that, like you said, a a scalable framework. So to give a real world example, you know, let's say your daughter is going off to college, right? And you're feeling a little, feeling some kind of way about that. Instead of spiraling and worrying, you can become aware that I'm feeling activated. And just that conscious awareness allows you to then choose to shift into a higher perspective and look at it from a new framework. What lessons can be learned? What opportunities? How can this help me grow? How can this help our relationship grow in a new way? And then just by creating that space and shifting, that also gives you the power to stop by just taking deep breaths and calling in that connection, that source energy, that truth, if you will. Uh, And then that allows you to release all of the fears because now you're seeing how beautiful it can be for that relationship to grow and change and evolve. 
And then that's when you can reset and start from a healthier perspective. And so that framework, that process is what I have clients go through in the 12 weeks. It's a four-step process. And so you just repeat it multiple times and you program it in so that that's the process you go through whenever you find yourself being activated. You go through that all very quickly on a subconscious level because it gets programmed in during the masterclass. So it's a simple framework, but a very powerful one with lots of other cool modalities woven into. Yeah. And I think it's really key for young people with social media and how they experience a lot of social anxiety, social stress, mental health issues because of what they're exposed to. So I couldn't understand what that's like because I didn't have that, you know, and for me, social media is not my strong suit. I'm not interested in it, but for young people, Mm -hmm. that is their, their world practically. And so I can see how that would be really valuable for, for young people also for that generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can be helpful for so many different people in so many different situations. It's, it's pretty wild. Like even the, the health situations with um, my daughter where she was quite ill and I had to figure it out myself because traditional Western medicine isn't capable of looking at such a multi-system issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you need someone who truly can take an integrative look at the whole picture. And so that was a big challenge. But even just those people dealing with those health issues, there's people who will follow nutritionists and the cutting edge thinking around supplementation and diet, and they'll do all the right things, but they'll still be sick because they're missing the integration of the energy, the emotions, all of the energetic healing that could also help support that. And so if you just even follow, you know, what you should do, you can still not have the success. And that's really why stress is so important because I think it makes it clear because everyone will be like, well, yeah, I'm stressed, but I'm taking all the supplements and doing all the diet things. And it's like, but like, that's legitimately the foundation of why you're sick. And you're just being like, oh yeah, I'm stressed because they think it's just stress about work and they can't change that but you can change how you respond to it. And I think that's where a lot of people give up their power. And so that's what I feel like my strong suit in this world is to show up and look at people and say, like, are you ready to take that leap? Mm -hmm. Are you happy with the way things are going with the way that you're responding to stress, your relationships, everything in your life ties back to stress. And so are you ready to take that next step? and become resilient and be your best self. It's as simple as that. And just taking back the power and choosing. Mm -hmm. Because we all have the choice. We can carry on as we always have and shove things down and push on. But I can tell you from experience from my own and from very close loved ones doing that can manifest into some pretty gnarly things. And so, (laughs) yeah, if you want to avoid that, (laughs) resilience is a good way uh, to tackle that. (laughs) Or you could go the other way and self-medicate and numb to Mm -hmm. other vices. But it'll get your attention at some point. So (laughs) lessons a lot easier to be proactive about, but I mean, everyone has their own path, right? And so I I simplify it because it is that simple, but obviously it's hard because we're all complicated, (laughs) unique beings. But Mm -hmm. if you're ready, like if people are truly ready, it's so easy. Like I just shared um, a story, a client of mine, I did a session on this past Thursday and she asked to focus on this habit that she has had for over 20 years that she's really self-conscious about and people around her notice it and she was just ready to let go of it. She did one 30 minute hypnotherapy session one. And I didn't even record it because I knew, I just knew intuitively it was going to be done that day. And she hasn't done this habit that she does constantly throughout the day for over 20 years, just stopped it. One 30 minute hypnotherapy session. Wow. That's amazing. It's so effective. And she was in tears Mm -hmm. when she called me to say she hasn't done it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you could hear how 
mind blowing that was to her. And I said, great, your body just showed you what's possible. You ready to keep going? And she was like, I'm all in. <laughs> She's now like singing it from the mountaintop. <laughs> like I'm a hypnosis con- convert. But, uh, but that's what it's like, right? We all are kind of skeptical. We like are interested in it, yes. but we stay away from it because yep. we've only seen things on TV and media. And, you know, I was the same way until yeah. when you're desperate for answers and then you'll try anything. So Maybe this, if someone has found this podcast, maybe that's their sign that like. Very true. And some people have a really high tolerance for pain Mm -hmm. and discomfort. They do a really good job of, you know, meditating, going to yoga or, you know, doing the things that manage the levels that they're at. But there comes a point in time when it becomes so uncomfortable that Mm -hmm. you reach that breaking point, right? That you you just can't take anymore and you yeah and you want to change and you've had enough mm-hmm. yeah and it's so nice and reassuring and and it gives people a lot of hope from what you just said that it doesn't have to take days and days years and years mm-hmm. months and months you know to, to to make the change it could happen in a 30 minute hypnotherapy session yeah And circling back and tying it all together with money, I mean, I think one other thought that I've always had about it that is that, you know, money is evil and corrupt because it has corrupted so much of our society, especially if you look at, um, you know, even just how med schools used to teach homeopathy and have homeopathic remedies and natural healing options available. And they would have courses so doctors could learn those integrative approaches. But the Rockefellers came forward and basically said, look, we're donating to these schools. If your school teaches any of these types of courses, we will cut off funding for you. That's why the United States doesn't have homeopathic and is looked down upon by the medical society is because they weren't taught it, but they weren't taught it because it's bad or not effective. It's significantly more effective in many cases, but it all goes back to money, right? is Mm -hmm. they needed the funding of those wealthy donors. And then those donors, including, I'm sure many of the major pharmaceutical companies really threw their money in and med school turned into matching symptoms with drugs. And so that's where if you have felt let down by, you know, the healthcare system and, you know, feel like you don't have those options, just starting to be proactive about your health is one way that you just start to take the power back. Because I think a lot of people wait because they don't want to go and run all these thousands of dollars worth of tests to just find out that nothing, quote unquote, nothing is wrong, right? Everything is fine. Even though you feel really off intuitively, you think something's wrong. There are other options. And I think that's one message that I feel really (laughs) in feel as part of my mission and sharing is that there are integrative holistic health partners that can be proactive and look at the big picture and um, seeing my daughter's success I have invested in doing the same thing as well and hypnosis is a really great tool for being proactive because you can tune in using soul empowering hypnosis you can connect right with your soul and they can flag you to the things you need to take (laughs) care of or even resolve some of the things quickly and efficiently and so it's one way to take that power back whether it's money you're putting off going to the dentist because you don't have dental insurance covered by your company because you're a small business or an entrepreneur you know those types of things you can take the power back it's just a simple decision and and knowing that there are options, I feel like is an important place to start, right? Awareness is right. The, the key. And yeah. I think if you want to be part of creating a new world, part of it starts with how you create your world. What are you doing? Are you going yeah. and staying within the systems? Or are you finding the people who are forging a new path, being proactive, focusing on wellness in advance, and not necessarily um, from putting out a fire, but like, how can I optimize my body? Like, Mm -hmm. how can Mm -hmm. I optimize my nutrition and being proactive in that sense to, and minimizing stress, you know, all those things work together and it allows you to then also have a healthy relationship with money because it's not like, oh, I'm foregoing my health because I can't afford it. You are getting ahead of it, if that makes sense. Right. Yes. And I also think that 
things and modalities such as hypnosis and alternative medicine, healing, energy healing. Sometimes I think they're so effective that it's not a great business model. (laughs) (laughs) Like pharmaceuticals, you need to take so many Mm -hmm. once once or twice a day, you know, and it's an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're going to be paying for that for the rest of your life, potentially. Um, but you have the opportunity to heal and to invest in yourself at that one time. And the benefits last for a lifetime potentially. Yeah. So you could, you could be taking whatever prescribed medications that you need to X, Y, Z for yourself, which can also bring in hypnosis bring in the stress resilience um, masterclass tools and techniques mm-hmm. to complement that and who knows maybe you reduce things here and there or you make these improvements that you feel so much better yeah that you don't weigh so heavily on just the prescribed traditional prescriptions mm-hmm. of traditional medicine and so maybe that's why anything holistic was like, you know, was not funded because there's no investment in that. It's, uh, it's not a good wise financial investment to, to have like a one and done kind of of model where you're constantly having to look for. That's true. That's true. I will say though, you know, in a sense, there's always another layer to peel back, right? Because even mm-hmm. when we're always a work in progress, so you might resolve one thing effectively and quickly using integrative holistic techniques, but then your body might be ready to release that limiting belief or that stuck emotion that you, you know, buried a long time ago. And so there's always something. And that's the fun part about spiritual hypnosis is it just opens up the door to be like, okay, soul, like, what am I meant to learn or explore today? And right. it'll really, it'll really blow your mind in some ways of the things that come up. Because it's a way of looking at your blind spots mm-hmm. or things that you're unconsciously unaware of. And that brings me to, I watched your video on epigenetics mm-hmm. on YouTube and how it was genetic. And you don't even know it's there kind of lurking in the background of your physical makeup um, and how it ties to generations. Mm -hmm. And then stress activates certain Mm -hmm. genetic markers for disease, for um, health challenges. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty mind-blowing because we think of, or at least I had thought my whole life, like we are our genes, right? You get these Mm -hmm. genes and I remember thinking, oh, geez, I must've got some crappy genes because my metabolism isn't as good as my friends. And, you know, I would eat roughly the same thing and I, you know, look different, right? But then I started to learn about the whole field of epigenetics and it really blew my mind. Like even just looking at one little tiny specific protein, FKBP05, it's a protein that is a stress-related protein that can get passed down from the generations and it determines how your body handles stress and your metabolism or your methylation process and even has an impact on detoxification too. And so that protein is amplified by stress. And that can be part of what makes people sick or triggers different things in their body. For example, some people under stress will hold on to weight as a protection so they don't starve because maybe somewhere in the line, there was a starvation. Um, And so your body is actually doing it as a protection when really you can let go of that because there's plenty of food now, right? You don't have to worry about that. And so little things like that, just learning that And where I'm really, really passionate is about showing how hypnosis and spirituality can come together with science, because those things are measurable. This isn't just like a made up energetic concept that I think a lot of people like to look down upon energy healing or energy medicine. This is provable in science. And so I'm actually doing that with all the early participants of the Stress Resilience Masterclass. We um, took a sample before and after, and we're analyzing it for a number of um, 
stress-related proteins, specifically around the central nervous system. We're starting in a very focused area where research has been done, and we've already found some early correlations, but we will continue to dig deeper and do more research. But it's really exciting to be on the cutting edge of this space because once people can see, like here is scientific proof that mm -hmm. by doing this process, you have changed the proteins, the internal chemistry in your body, which is what determines your health. So it's not just a, oh, stress impacts health. It's like, no, literally the stress <laughs> impacts the proteins, which turn on the not so great genes. And you can see, by the way, in testing, which of your genes are turned on or off and what you've inherited or not. And so it's all something you can research. As simple as someone who's done 23andMe or Ancestry.com, you can download your raw DNA file and go to websites like I think it's geneticgenie.com. And that website, for example, has two different analysis tools. It looks at your methylation, which is how your cells regenerate, and your mm -hmm. detoxification pathways. And so I was doing a deep dive because I'm doing an upcoming video about detoxification. And I was reading through the specific genetic variants, which they have red negative, like this is a negative variant that impacts your detoxification. And one of them came up that I have an issue in metabolizing coffee. Well, I have, I don't drink coffee. I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. I don't have any interest in it. And now I know why, because literally my body has a variant that makes it very difficult for me to process that. Oh my goodness. Right. Wow. So it's, that is what I inherited. Now I, it's not fixed and set. Like I can optimize that in theory um, with time and effort and focus, but you know, I don't really care because I don't really care to drink coffee, but, <laughs> but it's an example of if that was an important, like for example, another one is D3. I have a gene mutation that I inherited from both sets of my parents. So I have it double on how my body can consume D3. Well, I've been low in D3 my whole life, but it turns out the vitamins I've been taking haven't been doing anything. It's like throwing a, a bucket onto a house fire. So instead I'm optimizing the other pathways that support that and taking a different um, supplement with K2 in it and a format that my body can consume. And so I've seen quick results in that. And so it's really interesting when you look at it from science and then combining it with the spirituality and the homeopathic remedies, like you become the best version of yourself by doing that proactively. And I can nerd out about all of this stuff. And I do on YouTube every week. So if you want to watch more of my videos, yes. um, awesome. but at the end of the day, it's, you know, this is the thing that has shaken me awake, right? I was going about my life. I wanted to be of service to the universe and so basically the universe is like, okay, I'm going to teach you some hard lessons and you can choose what to do with it. And my choice is to help others in walking through that and choosing to be healthy and proactive and empowered because if you don't know what you don't know, yes. then you can't be empowered. Knowledge is right. power. So if the knowledge is hidden from you, if you're not aware of it, you can't make a smarter choice mm -hmm. if you don't know. And so it all starts with awareness and that's why... I go out and create content. That's why I'm talking to podcasts and putting the word out there because once you choose empowerment, it has a ripple effect through your life. It could be your view on abundance and your finances, like I'm sure many of your episodes will cover and more in detail, but health for me is like my passion because who doesn't want to feel good while you're enjoying this life? So right. yes, yes, absolutely. One thing I'd like to circle back to is that you said something about the nervous system mm -hmm. and your intuition. I feel like the intuition is closely linked to your nervous system. Oh, which absolutely. Plays, which plays a big part on some people who are highly sensitive. They are very in tune with their sensations, their feelings. So that can be very stressful sometimes, which would make mm -hmm. us want to turn that off. But with with programs like yours, we can honor our the intuitive things we are, mm -hmm. and then actually start using as like a power tool, using that more in our lives, even to make money. Mm -hmm. And we can we can use our intuition with our finances, with our wealth creation. And um, I'm really excited to to start seeing how that would apply to nervous oh for sure. I mean, it all goes, I mean, the, the main area that's like 
the hot spot is the amygdala, right? The amygdala is your filter. It's your filter in your brain that says, this piece of information I'm taking in, this action that someone made, or this thing that I'm reading, or this number in my bank account, it's all just information, right? And mm -hmm. it is filtered through our amygdala and our experiences, our programming. That's the code that determines how do we respond. And it happens so fast that it's not even a conscious reaction. Like you don't have a choice to be like, oh, that number in the bank makes me feel some kind of way. And then I'm going to act out. You know, it literally is like a millisecond. I don't even know if that's fast <laughs> enough term of time, um, but it all happens so fast. And so that's why when you're resilient and you have that ability to diffuse those things that activate you, it works at your amygdala, which then will not send that message out to your body that fight or flight to be really reactive and that type of thing, because there's lots of different, some people are sensitive to the word triggers or activators, I say, yeah. you know, basically if you've had a hard time in finances and you see that number again, or someone makes that comment, or you have that feeling of unworthiness, you know, that can mm -hmm. activate. And then that triggers you to operate out of your subconscious programming. It mm -hmm. literally activate when you're activated in fight or flight, you're an autopilot. That's sure. why people are like, they're not acting logical. It's like, well, duh, because they're <laughs> literally not even thinking like they're just right. their subconscious programming and that's why right. program your subconscious of like here's how we're going to handle when we're activated yeah. and then your body's yeah. like I, I kept in and <laughs> everything's smooth sailing from there it's just that he's now <laughs> right, but, um, right or they'll yeah. say what were you thinking mm -hmm. you're like was I, not I was not but now like you <laughs> can be and yeah the, I mean honestly Michelle the it's kind of like the universe has given me, I, I say in my YouTube videos, I've gotten a master's in, in histamine. I feel like in some days I feel like mm -hmm. I've gotten a doctorate in histamine, but maybe I'll earn that title once I get some official like scientific cred <laughs> or whatever. But the universe blew my mind in a session that I was doing actually when I was getting my master's of hypnotherapy, actually, it was actually a little bit earlier when I was getting my certification as a certified hypnotherapist, I was doing a session in class and it was actually in front of the group. So you might even mm -hmm. potentially remember that one. And basically my team was like, to the, to the person guiding me just said like, can you just talk? We need to do something. And they wanted me to, my conscious mind to be distracted. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it felt like it was lightning in my body. I had never experienced anything so physical and so intense. And like, I just remember just thinking like, just breathe, just breathe. So I was literally like, <gasps> like, I'm like, you're with an expert. They're a master. They know what they're doing. Everyone's here. It's fine. And I'm like talking to myself being like, what the F is happening? And I'm just like breathing through it. And it felt like lightning in my whole entire body. Like, I felt like I was being electrocuted. Like, I thought I was like, like when I watched the video back, I fully expected me to like be shaking and like vibrating out of my chair, but it didn't look like that, but it just was on the inside. And after it was done, I remember being like, um, what was that? And they're like, oh, we just reset your nervous system. And I was like, what? Oh, wow. And when I Googled, what does the vagus nerve look like? It was literally everywhere that I was feeling. It, it was like a whole new energy was being sent down through every single nerve wow. in my body. And so they said, look, you've shown that you understand the concepts and you've, you've done all of the steps that we've guided you to do. And so we've reset it. And if I can do it, I can guide other people to do it too. And yes. so it's just all about showing up, doing the process. It works. And I'm a testament to it. I, I essentially pulled myself out of postpartum anxiety. Like mm -hmm. I was never officially diagnosed, but I just know how could I not, right? I had a sick child, a pandemic, doing things with just my husband and I still to lost this day have job. not had a night away. Yep. Lost my job. So there's a financial change, like have a house, you know, lots of pressures. <laughs> so I would spiral all yeah. the time and I clawed my way out, but it was so fast and effective with hypnosis that it was like almost... Like it almost makes me mad that hypnosis is so looked down upon or mm -hmm. like scoffed at as not taken seriously. So it's like, wow, mm -hmm. I changed my life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so sad because you hear coming out of the pandemic, 
wherever, whatever you want to call it, wherever we are in or out or yeah. still in, <laughs> I don't know, the mental health issues. Mm-hmm. It's so sad that some people who don't have tools like hypnosis, spiritual tools, that they are just coping day to day, just managing, just kind of just doing just enough to keep their chin right above the water or in some cases, probably their nose right mm-hmm. above water. That's no way to live, right? Yeah. We're, we're yeah. here to experience beautiful, amazing, wonderful things mm-hmm. in this lifetime. Yeah. And that's where this course can meet people wherever they are. And that's what I love so much about hypnosis is when I started doing self-hypnosis, like I would record what I would learn in hypnosis and I would intuitively say the things of how my body was going to handle and react to stress and not be activated. I would listen to it and sleep through it. Like mm-hmm. every night when I go to sleep, I would listen to it. And so if you're a busy mom who is, or not even a mom, if you're just surviving this world and you feel like the water is up to your nose and you're just on your tippy toes, treading water, like this is a thing that you could do while you sleep. Like this is not a high investment of time and effort. Like literally you could put headphones in and sleep through it and it will still work. <laughs> what <Okay>. other... <laughs> What other thing in the world could you possibly say, I'll just sleep through your therapy session. I'll be fine. Like sleep through work. No big deal. Like why sleep through your yoga class? You'll be so fit. Like, no, but like this is so effective because you don't need your thinking mind. That's not who's messing things up. It's all the subconscious programming. And so you can do all the same things, whether it's abundance and money or stress, but honestly, stress is just such an, it's like an all-purpose cleaner. You want to start with all-purpose cleaner, get things (laughs) as clear as possible, get your intuition intact, and then you can dig deeper in the areas where you feel like you need healing. Because for some people, it is going to be abundance that's going to be their main barrier to success. Other people, it might be patterns and ancestral healing that needs to be cleared out. Other people, it might be childhood issues. You know, you can dig deeper into all the areas that need that deeper cleaning. But I just think that stress resilience is such a good foundation for life in so many ways that that allows you to be connected and trust. And you've seen some proof points on how it has impacted your life. So it allows you to trust even more when you dig deeper on the things that are highly charged that you've like put off (laughs) uh, undoing or or healing so far. And it allows you to then go deeper, either one-on-one or with another practitioner, because I don't think I'm here to say I have all the answers. I'm saying I've learned some pretty insane lessons that are definitely (laughs) book worthy and will become a book at some point. Um, I even found the title for it the other day. It came in. And so I'm so excited. Um, But yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible how effective and how much it can help people just to get their feet underneath them, especially with a lot of people having a tough past few years, myself included. Just finding your two feet on solid ground. Mm -hmm. That's just basic human, human survival Mm -hmm. needs. (laughs) Exactly. And it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just starting. (laughs) It gets me so excited what you're doing in the world and what you're putting out there. Every time I listen to a video or I hear you talk, I'm just, I just want to like scream and yell and shout and tell everyone about it. Well, I appreciate it. I hope that someday there are hundreds of thousands and millions of you. And I know there will be. And I'm just, I'm just in this phase where I feel it's really important just because I think people can feel my energy and my passion, right? But I do think the proof points will be really, really helpful for people who don't quite understand it or need some type of proof, right? Mm -hmm. I think we can show, hey, this is still a a field that we're understanding how the body works. Here are some points on how this is actually helping on a level. And I'm not the only one doing this. I mean, after I had the whole idea to even do this, someone's like, oh, did you know Joe Dispenza is doing this? I was like, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who's my (laughs) hero. Well, Michelle, he has a team of like 20 flipping scientists who are combing through insane amounts of detail that they've 
collected, they've done like biometric, stool sample, blood sample, like smart device samples of all of his participants in his little wow. workshops, right? But it's all very exclusive to him. It's the Joe Dispenza method. He has to be the one doing it. It's very hard to get into his events. They sell out in a matter of minutes. And it's great that he's doing it because he's already found some data points that pretty much show that if you are a regular meditator using his method, of course, but let's just say regular meditator, that you are significantly less likely to get COVID. Or if you do get COVID, it'll be much more minor. And they found the specific protein correlated to that. And guess what? Proteins, that's epigenetics. Yes. So when you do these things, it creates and activates specific proteins. And interestingly enough, it's a similar protein that is found in bears that hibernate. Oh, wow. Right. So it's really interesting. And this is all cutting edge. And I think my hyper focus on stress might get me to some of the data points that he's trying to figure out because he's healed people from cancer. He knows it can happen. So he's trying to backtrack into it. Well, how is it working? And I know, know how it's working using stress and focusing on the stress proteins. And so I'm coming at it from a slightly different angle, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's going to be common knowledge. It's just a matter of time. So what I'm money. Seeing, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All those things always <laughs> hand in hand. So what I'm, I'm getting is that the stress you're tapping into like the root cause, dig, 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 dig at the center of mm-hmm. it all is the root cause is stress because yep. stress is related to change, which mm-hmm. the doctor found out so mm-hmm. many 75 ish years ago. Why did it take so long? Well, because money corrupted right. him. He stood with the, the tobacco industry. So his name got tarnished because he got paid off to say that tobacco can help with stress. And we know what tobacco does to the body. Right. So not everyone is a saint. So that there's this really interesting lesson of money that, you know, you have to be conscious about what you mm-hmm. do with it, what you accept. And so... You know, really there's, there's lessons to be had with every, he, he's an interesting character. There's a lot, he's written a lot of books and a lot of, a lot of good lessons, but yeah. Well, when people are stressed, that's their vice, right? Mm-hmm. They smoke. Mm-hmm. Something it's an unhealthy coping technique. And is. so it's right. giving people what is a healthy alternative and yeah. insurance industries have found how successful it is in breaking that habit. So that's right. one of the things they're willing to cover hypnosis for. Why not everything else? True. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, smoking is, I want to say, is breathing. Mm. It's deep breathing. Mm-hmm. It's conscious breathing. Yeah. So what breathing in some took, toxins, but, but if you take right. that out, yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. That stops, that's breathing activates the parasympathetic nerve, which is like the break to the stress response to the activation. So he was on to something just not on the right path. <laughs> just a little bit off. Yeah. I really would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he definitely was, I mean, he was looking at things and did a lot of very specific experiments and saw what it did to the body. But mm-hmm. I really, oh, I would give any, you know how people say like, mm-hmm. who do you want to talk to is best? I would love to just show him epigenetics because it just, it proves everything. And it just wasn't around or even in consideration because we didn't map the human genome till very recently in modern times. So right. yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is also fascinating. Yeah. I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> and I'm sure you could talk about it for uh-huh. years. Yeah. Eons, so I'm like, eons. I need to just start making videos because Lord, I have stories, you know. <laughs> yeah. Same with yeah. the book. But yeah. So, and I'm sure perhaps we'll have future episodes too as more oh, stuff absolutely. comes out. <laughs> yes, please. So in the meantime, I'm sure people listening will be like, okay, okay, okay. How do we <laughs> sign up for this? <laughs> I, I need this. I need this like yesterday. So they could go to your website. Yeah. So I have a website just for the class. It's called okay. Dragonfly Soul Academy. Right now, my the Stress Resilience Masterclass is my main focus, but eventually there'll be some other courses in there as well that might be focused for specific groups or to give people a test, right? So if you go to dragonflysoulacademy.com, you can mm-hmm. sign up. We're launching the next 
open live class. And when Yay. this video goes live, it will be launching very, very soon, if not already activated. And if you're listening to this in the future, we can have you sign up for the waitlist and join when the next one's available. And if you're curious on working with me, you can go to dragonflysoulhealing.com and that will outline all of the different ways that you can work together, either through hypnotherapy or something like soul empowering hypnosis. There's lots of great ways we can make progress outside of the masterclass, but I would love to be a partner if my energy and my thinking resonates with you. This is definitely a sign from the universe. The more that I followed those wild signs. Um, actually, I found out I got curious about hypnosis because of a podcast I listened to where I was like, oh, I said to my best friend, we need to try this. And that's how I found my mentor who the rest is history from there. Once I had my first session, three days later, I was learning how to do hypnosis Wow! after my very first session. So, that's so fast. Yeah. I jumped yeah. right in and a year later was a master hypnotherapist and had wrapped up the course. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a year's time, warp speed ahead. Incredible. I think that's one of the nice things about hypnosis, spiritual hypnosis, is it compresses your time. So mm-hmm. that something that would have taken years takes months, weeks, or days. Yep. Everything is moving so quickly. Say that again. <laughs> yeah. So the links will be in the show notes just in case people are driving or listening to this in the shower and they don't have something down these links will be in the show notes so they can they can go there and check you out wonderful so exciting i'm so honored and i'm i'm patting myself on the back for for signing up for the very first yes just resilience masterclass it's one of those things for me that i was like i don't know why i don't know what but it's monique and I'm clicking that buy button because mm-hmm. there's something about it. Well, I'm, I'm so happy. honored and glad that you were in that first class because it definitely was a circle that was meant to be complete with all the people who were there. Um, and it was just, I'm so honored that you were there and excited to be sharing the updates with you and growing alongside yes. of you and yeah. just thankful for you as a teammate. So thank you so much for having me on. It's oh. been a real joy and I just thank loved you. it. Thank you. Thank you. We will definitely have you back. And when you write your book, you find out more information, make more discoveries, please, please, you're more than welcome back on the podcast. Wonderful. I'll definitely keep y'all updated. Yes. All right. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.